Here we are again, my name is Rich Eames and you're listening to Bicycle Motocross Radio, the world's only BMX racing podcast. Once again we're at the BC BMX National Race Series, sponsored by Relentless Energy, this time we're up at Koppel in the northwest of England. Saturday night saw the No Clips racing up at Koppel, so we thought we'd start with three interviews with guys who competed in it. We're talking about Kelvin Beatty, Callum Strickland and Dan Clifford. Have a listen, see what you think, enjoy. Right, quick interview with Kelvin Beatty after No Clips. Kelvin, how was it? <laughs> I really can't say I'm just sick of wheel spinning and but yeah, it was a fun race. I like, just come up for the day and you know, show me face and race no clips. It's good. No clips are always good, I enjoy the racing. Are you not racing tomorrow? No, no, I'm not racing tomorrow. We've got a bit of a training day tomorrow, so getting ready for the worlds and stuff, so yeah, nipping back home now. <laughs> right, is that at the velodrome? Are you going back to Mansfield? No, we're just gonna do I really want to get some quality training in before the worlds. So uh, today was a rest day, so I came up, did a did a couple of laps, and now I'm going home to get ready for training. <laughs> is that for the money? Is that the best best paid training session you've ever had? No, nah, there's been some better paid training sessions than that one. But yeah, it was good. It was good. Like five laps, that's like forty quid a lap. So it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. You seem to have sort of not done much in the way of national racing, and you've been missing. You've done the Euro stuff. What have you been doing in between? How have you, how have you been doing things? It's just been really like concentrating on, on getting some quality training and I'm really just trying to work on my gates at the minute. I mean, we've got a month left till the Worlds and I'm really, my gates just aren't good enough for all this season and um, yeah, I've been really working on them. So i uh, back down to Mansfield tomorrow for another session with my dad. He's been uh, studying and trying to get them better. Like the, the gate in the no clips wasn't great, but I put that down to a bit of wetness on the start. <laughs> Right, because, you, uh, you know, the keyboard critics, they've been saying that you should be doing other things. Have you got any response to that? Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of things that people put and that people have got the points, but all I really want to do on is concentrate on what I'm doing and not try, trying to think of anything else, what I should be doing. Like, if you believe in what you're doing, then hopefully one day it'll come come good. So, I mean, I've read, it's obvious that people read the message boards, I'm no different. And uh, I've read what people have put and people have got points, but, I mean, like I said, concentrating on what I'm doing and not and not trying to think of anything else really do you have, have you got a prediction for the worlds how do you think it's going to go last year's worlds went good like semis and I was kind of unlucky not to make it I mean you make your own luck on the day but hopefully this year I mean all I ever want to do is improve so I mean semis last year if I could just make that world's main that I'd just you know make my year and then I'm going to be doing cruiser as well this year so I've got two shots Wow, so BC have actually let you go on the other bike? Yeah, the, the cruiser racing is the day after, so they, they're quite, you know, they'll, they'll let us do it. Everyone's doing it on the team, Sinead and Liam, so we're all all going to gear up for that as well. Oh, fantastic. So we'll have a good trip to the Worlds and, uh, you know, try and bring back a title for us and uh, look forward to seeing you again on the gate soon. Yeah, cheers, Rich. Thanks. Cheers, Calvin. Okay, Callum Strickland, we just finished the no clips. Callum, how did it go? 
it went really good up to about the final. I was absolutely, well, I was absolutely knackered. I think everyone was. But when I got on the gate for the semi, I didn't think I had another lap left in me. I thought I was going to die halfway around. But, but yeah, come final time, got a really good gate. Um, first turn, I was in about second on the outside. Was I was on the inside, and I just got squeezed and lost it all over the third double, and ended up in seventh. So, still got a, well. It's just nice to be on the gate with all those good riders, I suppose. Well, that's it. You're uh, you're at their level. How is it racing with them compared to racing with the 19-plus guys? Do you think you could hang an elite if you went up there? Well, <laughs> I'd have a go, but it's just it's so much more serious. There's all these egg games going on that you don't quite get in any other classes, and I don't think I'm quite as experienced with all that sort of stuff yet. But, uh, yeah, well, I think my riding's, are, my riding's up to scratch, but... It's just a confidence thing, I think, when you get up into elite. You've reached a point now where you're uh, showing your brother a clean pair of wheels. Did you ever think that was going to happen? <laughs> well, during the winter, everyone was saying, everyone was like, "Oh, Graham, your brother's going to beat you this year and everything." But I honestly didn't. I honestly didn't think that I was going to because he's been racing. He's been racing elite for so long, so many years, and um, he's never really. But he's such a good rider, and he's he's his head gets to him quite a lot and he's just he's never had enough confidence in that class to really show people what he's made of and I thought in 19 plus he's gonna he's gonna show everyone how it's done with his riding skills but I was very surprised when I came out the first two nationals and I was in front of him very surprised right so tomorrow 19 plus there's only 11 guys do you think you're gonna be up for the win tomorrow do you think it can be done well at Peterborough, I didn't think I was going to get there, but I did in the end. And tomorrow, honestly, obviously there's no no semis, no qualifying rounds, just straight final. And, uh, oh yeah, I feel good. I've raced tonight. I feel good on the, around the track and everything. So, yeah, I'm up for it. Right, cool. We'll be looking forward to seeing how you get on tomorrow and uh, hopefully you'll come back with a win. Hopefully so, Rich. Well, congratulations on your newborn as well. Oh, cheers. Thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. And uh, I look forward to seeing you on the track tomorrow. All right. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Ta. <laughs> Quick word with Dan Clifford after the more clips. Dan, how did it go? Uh, it was all right. I mean, motors went all right, but then semi-final, I drew a tough one. Uh, three elite riders, Lawrence, Warren and Hilly, and Tuffy as well. And that guy was pulling today. He was on fire. Um, got a, I got a right gate actually, but I picked a, picked an inside one, a schoolboy error, I should have gone outside, um, and Hilly put the squeeze on me and I, I chased him all the way to the line for fifth, so, <laughs> alright, but out in the semi. But. So, well, your confidence looks like it's, you know, coming up and 19 plus and in no clips, are you feeling quite good out there? I had a bit of a rough start to the year, I think, like with Cheddar, Cheddar didn't go great for me, I felt a bit better after Peterborough, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm confident on the bike, but sometimes, you know, like, I think... When I sort of think about things too much, you know, it goes to my head, and then I sort of I put too much pressure on myself. I think, and I needn't to. I, I just got to chill out a bit and just ride it, ride like I normally would ride if I was just messing about, you know. And and, and that's I don't know. I don't do that. <laughs> oh, guilty as charged because I do exactly the same thing. You've got a nice shiny new bike there. What uh, prompted the move to the standard 125R? Well, it, I, I picked it up cheap. Like my mate Max, he was like from from Sheffield. He was just selling it. He said it, he bought it in America. Used it twice. Said it was too short. Um, and, he, and he said like 200 quid like with a full XTR brake and that and I thought well, I could tell all that business and at the end of the day it only cost me like 100 and, 120 quid 
So I thought, well, I'm bargain. Yeah. Why not? Mike's gonna like Mike's gonna said he's gonna hook me up on MX20R. So when when that comes about, I mean, I'd be stoked to ride on one of those too. So I think I'll hang the stand on the shelf for a bit and, and do the dial thing. I mean, I love my MX20, but I just fancy something a little bit lighter. Just right. try try a different breed for a bit. Cool, cool. Are you finding the uh, DXR cranks? Nice, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I thought I was always going to be on profile I and mean, just like just for the stigma attached to it, I suppose. But I've made a DX. I, thought, I fancy going back to forty four sixteen. I thought DXR was the right route, so, so I did. And they're stiff. Like, you're on the gate, you can't feel no flex or nothing. It's just fantastic. <laughs> Nineteen plus tomorrow. There's only eleven guys in there. Is this going to be your weekend to do really well? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I come last Sunday to the track and. Like, I, I felt I got the track dialed, and I mean, I'll just how it goes. Only 11 riders, quite a disappointing turnout, you know. I thought a few people might have braved it. I mean, it's it's looking all right now, you know. If it stays like this, tomorrow's, tomorrow should be good, and it'd just be a shame to have only 11 riders to compete with, but um, it'll be good, I reckon, you know. I'll, uh, I'll do my best, and I'll try and, try and pull a top four. That'll make, make my weekend. Yeah. Cool. Well, I look forward to seeing you out there and, um, you know, cheering you on as you, as you make that main and get that top four position. Nice one. Thanks, Rich. Okay, no, cheers, Dan. Thanks. So that was it for Saturday night. The no clips was done and we just had to head on into Sunday. But staying at Bicycle Motocross Radio headquarters was none other than Neil Stewart, the Warlock. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Let's see what he had to say. Oh, we're here with the Warlock, Neil Stewart. Neil... You've come all the way to Coppel, it's peeing it down with rain, and you're racing two bikes. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that rain levels the playing field, that's what I'm thinking. It, do- it doesn't matter how big the jumps are, how small they are, whether you're clipped in or not, the rain levels that playing field. So is this part of a deliberate plan then? Oh yeah, of course. I ordered this rain big time at the start of the season when I knew I wasn't going to have a hot season. I thought, I know, I'll forecast rain at every national and I'll have my own way. So, uh, no clips this evening. You got a fourth in one of your motos, didn't you? Yeah, the first one, I thought I'd put in a bit of a performance and got got myself a good start. You know, weren't so many big double-A pros in my moto, but, um, you know, I got the fourth, got the qualification position, and uh, after that, it all went downhill. <laughs> so, Masters tomorrow, there's a there's a decent turnout. There's, uh, you know, a few guys going in there and they're stepping up the game. What What's next for the Warlock as far as, you know... Getting it to that next level. Well, for me, it's all about trying to make that A main. You know, I'm sick of B finals. I made one A main this year at Peterborough on the Saturday evening, which was good. Uh, rode well. But um, tomorrow, 16 riders apparently registered for Masters. So it's going to be like three semi finals every moto. You know, it's just going to be hard, very hard. But, you know, I'm stepping up my game. It's not a problem. I'll be there in the mix with a box of tricks. Who do you rate in the class in Masters? Oh, Daddy White, obviously, he's your number one rider, without a shadow of doubt. He's definitely upped his game this year with his jumping style. Uh, but if you do notice, he's got a very similar jumping style to some of the other riders in Masters. He does pull the odd warlock or two, actually, as he jumps. So you've got to watch out for them. But yeah, Daddy White's the one to watch out for tomorrow, I reckon. No Jason Jessup this weekend. Dave Ives is in there as well. What do you think of those two guys? I can't believe Jessup's not here. I thought he'd been up here practicing the track the other week. Is he not registered, really? Shocking. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him, but, but to be fair, I didn't come to the track till half past four this afternoon because it was raining. I'd rather sit in my house on the internet. 
Well, fair play to you, mate. I wish I'd have been there as well in a nice dry. But um, I think you'll find Jessup will be there tomorrow because the title's on the line, you know. There's only two more races today. Uh, sorry, tomorrow at Coppel and then obviously Wales, which is going to be double points. So it's between Ivesy and Jessup for sure. Ivesy couldn't wait to be 30 and uh, turn 30 and become into the Masters. Obviously, the class of, of the National Series. How do you think you'll fare in 30-39 with the rest of the heavy hitters? Well, two bikes, one weekend. It's a tough one. It really is. But, um, you know, I'm confident. I've got some new hubs. got my wheels built up. So let's just hope that cruiser gets me over those first few jumps in style and then we'll just put the pedal to the metal. What's the what's the plan for, for the you know, the following seasons? You've been racing for quite a while now, Neil. You've made a comeback from, like, 97 when we first met at Slough. What's, uh, how does, what does the future hold for, you know, the real Warlock? Well, really, I need that colonel to go bust tonight. You know, the one that does the KFC. I need him to go bust and shut down a few KFCs, and then I might be in with a shout with a title, mightn't I? Yeah, you probably will, but uh, it's always entertaining to have you out there, Neil, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Yeah, I'd just like to thank my sponsors, Edward Cycles, Profile Coe, uh, TheSourceBMX.com. And I'd like to pick up JNR Bicycles in Florida for sending over my new frame to me. That was quite a cool. And obviously, I'd like to thank God. Is that because you're nearly an American? Uh, no, just because I'd like to thank God for all the rain that we've been having later, lately. So that, you know, the, lev- the, the playing field is level. Uh, well, what about Mother Nature? Should you not thank her as well? Mother who? Mother Nature. <laughs> Who's Mother Nature? Well, I thought she was responsible for the weather, not God. No, no, my mother's got nothing to do with it. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, we've gone through this entire interview and you haven't bagged on Hoppy at all. Now, you know he got motored at South Park today. No way. And he was wearing clips, probably. You know, sandbagger, wearing clips, getting motored. I mean, what's all that about? Well, you know, he's an American now. He's got to do those kind of things. Yeah, but the boy's done good, you know. He, he found himself a hot chick who's American, obviously. Got himself married. She's got a lot of hot friends. Hope my wife doesn't listen to this interview. Um, but, you know, hopefully we'll get back out there and see him soon and we'll help a, hit up a race together. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have to go out somewhere and get good and drunk. Oh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Anyway, we're going into territory we really can't go for now, so we'll have to leave that one well alone. Well, thanks for talking to us, Neil. Uh, probably one of the most entertaining podcast interviews we've done for a while. <laughs> yeah, no worries, mate. Can't wait for Miles Kirby to get back on his bike and get mixing it in the Masters. Oh, yeah, we've missed Miles without a shadow of a doubt. So uh, we'll leave it at that and uh, see what goes on tomorrow. That's it for the Warlock for the time being, but we're going to have another chat with him later on. Next up is our very first girl interviewee on Bicycle Motocross Radio, Rhea Goodman. Some people love her, some people hate her. Everybody knows her for the hot corner and her outspoken comments on BMXTalk.com. Let's see what she had to say. Righty. First girl on the podcast, Ria Goodman. Ria, how's your weekend been? Wet. Very wet. <laughs> um, not too bad. Racing is gone really well. Lauren's really stepped up her game this year, jumping and the manualing and stuff. So she's been pushing me this year. It's been good. Do you think the elite or, elite or junior females, as they're now known, do you think there's a, um, a definite standard that you need to reach sort of to be competitive in Europe and things? Because most of us don't race elite or junior in Europe, it's, we can't, I can't really comment on that because I race 17 plus in Europe and it's you know it's not easy, but it's you know better better standards for me. 
As for English girls, we're not up to standard for Europe at all. No way near good enough. What's it going to take to get to that standard? Picking eight-year-olds, picking eight-year-old females and getting them jumping from a very early age. I mean, look at Charlie. She's started really young and can jump. So girls need to jump to be good in Europe. Do you think somebody like Charlotte Green can step up to that level eventually? Once she sorts her... uh, She's quite... um, I don't know. She's quite sketchy on the bike even though she's got skills she's all over the place a bit scatty once she's sorted that out and sorted the chopping and changing about she'll, she'll be really good as long as she keeps it up because she jumped the first step up on the first straight at Koppel today so uh, you know the, the seeds are definitely there to be sown so to speak um, and I've been you know really impressed with the riding that she's put in is there anybody else apart from Charlotte who impresses you in the girls classes um, I think like little Lauren Stack once, once she gets a little bit bigger um, puts a little bit of training, she'll be good. Um, apart from that, I don't really think there's going to be anyone that's, unless they get serious training in, that are going to be, you know, right up there. Okay. Well, let's change tack, the hot corner. <laughs> let's talk about the hot corner. How's that going? I haven't really done much this year, to be honest. I had quite a bit of grief for it because people are always slating me, as they always do. But I'm going to do a write up because I went to uh, Holland last weekend, which was quite good and Latvia so that was quite good as well so I'm going to do a write up for them some naughty antics going down in clubs so some stuff to report See this is what we like to hear about we don't want to know about what's going on on the track we need to know about what's going on off it as well so you're like the 3am girls of BMX you know it's, it's quite good it's quite entertaining uh, like you say you do take a lot of grief for it if, uh, do you think it's just because of you know who you are and obviously because your dad's an official do you think you're an easy target? Oh yeah for sure the fact that my dad's an official is the worst thing it's like they all think that I get special treatment because my dad's an official, but it's not like that at all. And it is because of who I am. People hear stories before they even meet me and they make judgments before that. So once people get to know me, they realise that I'm not quite the bitch that people make me out to be. <laughs> Are we going to see Ellie on the track this season? No, she's, she's finished for the, the time being. She's got to the end of last year and wasn't really enjoying it anymore. She's got a job now, likes going out on the town with her dancing shoes and her friends, so... Maybe maybe in a few years' time if she decides to come back, but not now. What's the future hold for Rhea Goodman and BMX? Have as much fun as possible. Just keep enjoying riding my bike. I don't take it that seriously. I can I can go to Europe and then have a good race and meet all my friends there and go out and have a good time. It's not that serious. I'm just enjoying it and selling my bike. Cool. Anybody else you want to thank or anything before we wrap this up? Uh, Christian at one for keeping me supplied with my... Um, with my bike and my race kits and um, everything that I need and obviously my dad for taking me and carrying me around everywhere. Right, well fantastic. Look forward to seeing you on the gate for the rest of the season. Lovely, thank you very much. Thank you. Next up on Bicycle Mods Cross Radio was the second place finisher in the 15-16s class on Sunday afternoon. That rider was Midlands local Joe Parry. Joe's come on in leaps and bounds over the last 12 months with some serious skills. It was time to have a chat and see what was up. Alright, we're here, Joe Parry, second in... Um, 15-16s today. Joe, how was your weekend been? Uh, brilliant, better than all the others. And seems to be back to racing like I was before. I got the Pashley. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you seem to have stepped up your game this year. Have you done anything different? Have you just been riding more? How have, you, how have you brought things to the you know the level that are now at? Well, as I only live down the road, I've been here and that. So, And with the new gate, I just seem to click with that. So. Yeah. Do you think home track, do you think it's a definite advantage for you? Definitely. <laughs> and get to go home at night as well shower and that <laughs> how much of the riding have you been doing away from the track skate parks that's about skate park trails and the occasional ride right. okay. yeah. I've um, 
who impresses you in the 15-16s because it is a busy, busy class and you know the guys do really well. Who's, who impresses you the most? Uh, probably Matty Masterson because he seems to be really consistent. And to some others, but they're all good, really. Because yeah. anybody can win on pretty much any given weekend. You know, they all sort of... Um, throw each other in and you know there's a you chuck them up in the air and see how they land and that's the way it is any uh, anybody there who, who you think well he's a threat every time I get on there apart from Matty well, most of it really because some some finals some B finals are like A finals and it's mixed isn't it it depends on how you're doing your semi and quarters mm. yeah. so what happens when you move up to junior men next year do you think it's going to be harder or yeah it'll be lowest end of the class again so see what happens I'll try and do a bit more training but I say that every year. <laughs> so, uh, anybody you want to thank before we wrap this up? Uh, Sean for helping me on the gate then, mum and dad, stuff like that. Right. Just people for encouraging me. Okay. Are you going to put this interview on MySpace? Uh, probably. Do everything else. Okay. See if any pictures too. <laughs> How many hours a day do you spend on MySpace? <laughs> um, it depends. Depends what the weather's like. Probably about up Minimum two, probably. Who's the biggest nibbler, you or Ethan Taylor? Well, it's got to be Ethan. Ethan's always on. <laughs> Bulletins. Yeah, that's Ethan and Terry. Right, cool. All right, we'll look forward to seeing you with the next one at Tradiga and, uh, and see if you can sort of repeat today's performance. Hopefully, yeah. Cool, thanks very much. And so, back to the Warlock. Neil Stewart got a fourth in Masters on Sunday afternoon. We just had to catch up with him for another chat. The Warlock, again, Neil Stewart, the playing field was level, Neil. Yeah, big time, that wet track, but at the end of the day, that A final was all about my gate. Did you see the stupor snap from the Warlock? <laughs> yeah, I did. Were you impressed with your performance today? Because you were going really well in the motos this morning. Yeah, I, I rode well all day, I thought, and and I smooth as well, which is quite unbelievable. Um, not many sketchy moments whatsoever. So, yeah, I was in the semi on Cruiser, didn't quite make the A on that, but... We had motos, 16 riders in uh, in Masters, and you know that's three motos that are like three semis basically. And I got through easy to the A final in the end. Do you think your Indian from Standish Tandoori had anything to do with it? I think so. Yeah, um, I had a bit of a moment earlier, but I managed to hold it in. Um, but yeah, basically, I just kept getting rid of my lactose acid all day long. Kept drinking the Powerade. Chrissy Mapp gave me a few uh, hints on the gate just before my A final, which I must thank him for. And I've got to be honest, it worked. I went on gate and that was it. So do you think this has done you some real good in the rankings then? Yeah, I'm lying ninth at the moment. No, it's not bad really, considering I've only been in one A final. So I'm always sort of there or thereabouts, getting good moto results. Um, and I've got to be bumping up to sort of 8th or 7th now. But the only thing is, guys, I'm not going to be at Wales, so you're going to catch me back up again with those double points, you old gits. Never mind. So uh, it's, been, it's been a good weekend for the Warlock. It's all gone well. Anything else you want to add in, Neil? Well, now at the end of this, I must admit, Coppel have put on a really good show this weekend. They've done us proud with their hospitality, the track, everything, the new pro gate. It's all gone really well. And now everybody's just sort of waiting behind and we're just going to watch all these caravans try and get out of this field because that is going to be hilarious. All right, Neil, thanks very much. So um, we'll see you at the race after Shadiga, which I think is the Brits, isn't it? Yeah, I'll be at the Brits, don't you worry. I'll be, di- I'll be down Burnham just trying to make a, mi- a bit of a... Try and get on that podium, you know, fourth today. I'm well happy with that, but um, let's see if I can step it up a level to the podium positions. Cool, thanks very much, Neil. Yeah, cheers, monkey. 
that's it for Bicycle Motocross Radio this time around. Hope you've enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch, go to myspace.com slash bicycle motocross radio. See you next time.